Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Man and Candace podcast. I'm not faded, luckily, but I do want to go downtown, baby. That is true. I always want to go downtown. Downtown Phoenix is my playground. How is everybody doing this Sunday, Monday? Because we are a global audience, so it's Sunday, Monday. I'm so excited to say that global audience. (gasps) Baby. I'm wasted. All I want to do is hand them to you, baby. Today, we're going to talk about the best years of my life. That's right. College, baby. I'm wasted. All I want to do is... I didn't... Okay. I thought I peaked in college. That was a lie. So you guys, college, I'm going to talk about the admissions, my first day, my first year, almost not, like losing all my friends and then almost not graduating and then finally graduating and what my life has been like after that. So to start off with admissions, like I remember it being such a hard time the summer before I went to college because I got kicked out of school my house because I was smoking spice and because of that I had to like pivot I I wanted to be in the WP Carey um entrepreneur program degree program but I didn't get it because I didn't have an SAT score high enough so what ended up having to happen was I ended up having to um major in sustainability business sustainability because I didn't have to have an SAT score that high um, high enough to get in for that major. So there I am, senior in college. I mean, senior in high school. Haven't graduated high school yet, and I'm kicked out of my house. My sir, I remember I had to pay for my own admissions like reservation fee, which was three hundred fifty dollars. I didn't know how I was going to do that, but my friend Esteban and his family they helped band together and helped me pay it. But I ended up going home before I ended up needing to pay it. So yeah. Thank you, Sherry and Barbie and Noxong and Penny and Esteban and Pete, Pete, Peter. You guys, I'm going to feature the first few songs are like songs that played all the time when I was in college. There were many times I walked through the campus With this song playing in my head. And like after school, it was on like Donkey Kong every day after school. I like the party part. You guys, I feel so bad for the kids these days because college is not like it used to be. My first year was 2013, so I was class of 2017. If you're a dreamer, I almost, I almost didn't graduate, you guys. I almost didn't graduate. But college, I went to Arizona State University, and I went to the main big campus in Tempe, and it was everything I expected it to be, because I grew up with everyone around me, you gotta go to ASU. Every year since I was a fucking, in kindergarten, you gotta go to ASU, you gotta go to ASU. For 18 years, you guys. No, for 13 years, for 12 and a half years. For 12 years, what am I, grade school goes to 12, what am I doing? No, it's just kindergarten, so it's 13 years. 
if you could hear me drinking, I apologize. But for 13 years, I was in school and I've been told you got to go to ASU. So naturally, I'm going to ASU. Fuck U of A. If you are a U of A graduate and you're listening to this, go fuck yourself. Like, I, 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 I'm not serious, you guys. It's all fun and games here. But I would say when I was there, the two out of three, two out of four games from the U of A football we played, we fucking beat your ass. And one of the games, I fucking pissed myself. As Carla, she'll tell you that I pissed myself on the way to the game. I pissed myself. We drank so much wine and snorted so much coke and did so much Adderall that I pissed myself. See, that that was my college experience was alcohol, coke, Adderall, and Xanax. That was it. There was... I don't... Guys, how... 75% 75% of college, I was blacked out. I said it. I said it. 75% of my college experience, I was blacked out or I was too high. I was too high. Well, that's, that's what being blacked out is. You're too high or too drunk to remember anything or to even know what's going on. These years were so iconic. I had like 2,000 followers on Twitter. Everyone was following my every move on Twitter. And it was, it was just magical. I could have I I been a viral tweet user by now. But yeah, it was, it, was, it, was such a, it was such a viral time. It was such a great time in my life. Twitter was lit. It was all lit. It was lit. It was so lit. And like that that term lit, I watched that term evolve from being high on cocaine to like being like like it's a party, it's a party, it's a party, it's a party type deal. So I quickly became a party girl. I that was my identity. I was like, you know what, I'm going to ASU, I'm gonna do it big, I'm gonna be a party girl. I'm going to live my life to the fullest. I'm going to date all these guys. And that's exactly what happened. I mean, the date part, not really, but hookup, possibly, maybe. I didn't hook up as much guys as I could have. Definitely not. Definitely not. Oh, my God. This was a soundtrack to my whole freshman year. Miley Cyrus was like, the marketers knew exactly what they were doing, you guys. They knew exactly what the fuck they were doing. So a few reasons why I say those years were iconic. I was working at a dispensary in college. I um, made friends that I, from around the country, like East Coast, West Coast, Midwest. I made the most incredible friendships that I've ever could have made in college. I learned about myself in college. I learned what I was truly made out of in college. Oh my God, I'm gonna cry. We like to party, tattoo the body, do whatever we want. This is our house. This is our rules and we can't stop. And we won't stop. 
Can't you see, sweet, who about that life? You guys, I miss college. And not like college for school. I mean like college, my experience. Okay, cut the crap. I can't, I crocodile tears. <sighs> the first year was all about, where do I go? What building is this? How much is this? I need to buy what? You guys, my freshman year of college, I felt very, very poor. I did. I had no money. I couldn't afford a car to drive to school. I couldn't afford an apartment near campus. Uh, even like the bare minimum, not even a studio. I couldn't afford to go to dinner. I couldn't afford to go to the bar. I couldn't afford to hang out with friends after school. Just to like, just like, oh, we're going to Jimmy John's. Even that was a problem. If it wasn't for like the meal plans, I would have, I would have stuck out like a sore thumb. I already did stick out for being poor because of like I wore the same clothes going out. I wore the same clothes like every day. I couldn't go. I wasn't invited to go to Tepe Marketplace and go shopping and get my nails and hair done because I had no money for it. My mom didn't have the funds to send me, unfortunately. And that's what led me to sell drugs because it was fast money. It was easy. I had cash readily available. I didn't have to go anywhere. I could be literally people came to me. So I just. It doesn't make it right. So, like, aside from my academic life and, like, me trying to figure out who I am as a person, I meet Zoe. And Zoe is this, I don't even know her ethnicity, it doesn't matter. She's beautiful. She is a brown-skinned girl. But she's a light-skinned brown girl. But she's, I heard she was her mom. I heard her mom was Jamaican. I'm not sure. Um, Zoe, if you're listening, I apologize. But, like, she took me in. And we heard this song the first night we hung out together. And she took me in under her wing. She gave me her phone number. She was from California. And, like, it was her sophomore year. And it was my freshman year. And, like, she knew exactly, like, where I was in life. And, like, it was my first night. And, like, it was my first night out. And there was, like, a whole different... There was a whole party. There was a block party and like it was getting shut down by the police and like it was it was it be, the party became so big that the police couldn't handle it. They're like just go inside, just go home and like it was Zoe, thank you so much. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have had a social life in college. So thank you. And Justin and Val, I love you both individually and Mac, I love you Mac. They were like, me and them were like Scooby-Doo. And like, they had, oh my gosh. Okay, so Justin and Val were a couple. And they were into animals. Like, okay, imagine like, and they did sell a little stuff. And had a lot of money from selling that stuff. But imagine like, okay, Justin didn't go to school, but Val did. 
So he was like this supportive boyfriend and like, okay, don't let me paint a picture that they're this perfect couple. They fought all the time. They were the most abusive couple I've ever seen. And like, they would talk shit about each other when they were blacked out and like they would hit each other. And like, they would do like the most fucked up shit to each other. And like, you could not get in the middle of it. You couldn't get in the middle. You just couldn't get in the middle of it. It was, it was, it was really bad. And they'd be like, then then the, the make the making up would just be terrible. I like you guys. I love you. I love you guys, but you guys were terrible. It was a roller coaster, and it was dangerous for any of us to get involved. The only one who could get involved was Mac, and like he didn't even want to get involved. So let me describe one, one, one of my one. Zoe was a music production major. Val was a science major, like bioscience. Made sense, right? And then because she loves animals. And Mac was a business economics major, I believe. I remember going to his graduation. But like, I remember going to their apartment after school every day to get high. And they weren't like tweakers. They were like cool California, like drug people like pineapple express super bad type drug users you know the ones in the movies not the ones that not the ones in breaking bad the ones in breaking bad i've had i've had a few run-ins with those and they're they're really scary many memories with Justin and Val. One time they asked me to carry a quarter pound of shrooms under my stomach like I was a pregnant woman and it worked. I forgot where we went but we were I was just walking around like I was pregnant but I had shrooms in my belly. I had a quarter pound of shrooms in my belly and that's what mobbing with Justin and Val was. It was picking up it was dropping off, it was picking up it was dropping off. Because like Justin was like a, he was, he wasn't on the ground but like he was, he wasn't like a kingpin. He was a well he was slowly becoming a kingpin but like he wasn't like a, like he would, he would sell dimes. You know what I mean? He wasn't selling like bricks. And I will say that I hung out with Justin and Val as a strategy at first to, like, get free drugs. But, like, after that, it became, like, a genuine friendship. And then it became kind of weird because I was, like, put in a position to, like, take sides. And, of course, I want to take Val's side. I mean, a girl is getting, like, trashed by her boyfriend, who is also my friend. But it's a it's a girl thing. And I just part of me felt like I was betraying Justin by defending Val and it was just a weird dynamic it was a me and Justin were born on the same day like it's a weird dynamic 
Hold on, listen to this, listen to this, listen to this. This is my college soundtrack right here, 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 right here. Do 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 do. Uh. This is what I would wake up to every day. Okay, that's enough. That's enough, Candace. But yeah, I would wake up to this song every day. It'd be my it'd be my alarm clock. But the the, the main thing I want to highlight in my freshman year is that I had a lot of fun. And I was not rich. At all. I was not rich. I was poor. I was poor as fuck during college. Like I was I was like, I guess the reason why I say that is because the kids I hung out with were rich. The kids I hung out with had leisure money. So much leisure money, they didn't know what to do with it. Their parents were giving them so much money. They had credit cards under their parents' name. They were authorized signers. Like, it was, it was insane how much money they had and how much money I didn't have. I would, it was a constant comparing myself. I'm like, oh, you guys can go to the store. Oh, you guys can go to... Because to me, going to Walmart to get Clorox wipes was a big deal. Going to Walmart and, like, I had I had credit cards in my own name. Like, I had loans. Like, I had all these types of things. And, like, they had their parents' money. And, like, now for me, now it's like that for me with my mom. But I'm just like, ugh. Back then, it was hard, Mero. It was hard. It was hard as hell. I want to talk about a special friend that I made. Her name was Kaylee Knott. Her last name isn't Knott anymore. Soon to be Knott or not soon to be. <laughs> she hasn't listened to my podcast because Ohio hasn't lit up. It's okay, though. It's okay. Um, Kaylee, I just wanted you to know that you're beautiful. And I'll always love you from the bottom of my heart. And congratulations on your marriage. I hope that you have all your dreams come true. Whatever those may be. And I wish you nothing but the best. But Kaylee, Kaylee talked like this. She talked like she's from London. She talked like she's from London. And she was a sister in Christ, which is why I really bonded with her. Because we both were Jesus freaks. And um, we stayed in touch for a few years after college. And then 2020 came around. And then... I lost touch, and that's at my fault of my own. We won't get into it, but Kaylee, just know that I have many regrets. Nils? Nils. I love you, Nils. Nils Walk. He was like the definition of it. He was my adoptive father for being a freshman at ASU. He was like, I remember... The day I met him. Well, the night I met him. We were inside Justin and Val's room. And I was smoking a wax pen. He's like, oh my god, this girl brought a wax pen. This girl brought a wax pen. And then he's like, let me hit it. So I let him hit it. And then he's like, wait, who do you know in here? And I'm like, nobody. And then he's like, wait, you don't know anybody in this room? Anybody in this apartment? And I'm like, no. 
He's like, wait, how old are you? And I'm like, 18. He's like, wait, you're 18? You're, are you a freshman? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, oh my God, we have a freshman. We have a freshman. Oh my God, everybody, we have a freshman. We have a freshman. And I was just like, uh, okay. He's like, that's such a boss move. He's like, I'm adopting you. He's like, you're our adoptive freshman. He's like, that's such a boss move. You walk up into a party, you know, nobody, and you just offer wax pens. Like, that's that's just such a boss move. Like, he's like, I love it. And then, like, I just, um, sorry, I'm looking at a picture of Beyonce in the middle of a Super Bowl field, and I'm just like, what a boss bitch. Nils had this friend named Katie Walter. She was the definition of a woman. She was beautiful. Like, I've never seen a, such a beautiful woman in my life. Like she was like Katie. Katie. You don't know what you did to everybody, Katie. You. <laughs> You're so beautiful. Leah, I know I beat your ass in front of your boyfriend for the sake of Xanax, but I felt like shit. But the only thing I can thank you for is not calling the police because I'd have a felony assault charge on me right now. And that shit was caught on camera. But a part of me felt like you didn't want to get in trouble either with your parents. I remember I pretended that I was going to rehab, but my mom was making me go to rehab and you called and begged my mom not to like. I just remember like texting you, pretending to be my mom saying, this is Regina. Candace is going to rehab. I need to know what happened. All this stuff, all this crap. And it was all in a plot to get you out of ASU, which happened. Your parents took you out of ASU. It's, it's, it's funny what Google can do. Julia. Julia, my love. How the fuck do you have like 70,000 followers on Instagram? <laughs> I think she's been going live and freestyling, which is which is what's up. That's what's up. To all the killers and the hundred dollar billers. For all of those that got no feeling.
Mm. I ain't rapping. Can you imagine if I could freestyle? Can you fucking imagine how fucking crazy that would be? Oh my god. That would be lit. Some scary moments out of college. There was one time, you guys, there was a couple times where I almost got raped in college. No lie. My roommates, we were beefing one time and they sent like five guys to my room, to the apartment while I was home alone and they came in my room. One of them came in my bed too. And I was screaming. I was like, get the fuck out! Get out! Get the fuck out! Get the fuck out! Get the fuck out! Get the fuck out! And they ran. They ran. They ran like little bastards. They are. All my money was on the counter. All my electronics were on the counter. They knew exactly what room to go to. Opened my door super slow. Like, I couldn't hear it. Got in my bed super slow. A lot of people were trying to argue. Like, maybe he thought it was his room. Maybe he thought it was his room. I'm all bullshit, bro. How do you enter a house so calculated thinking that it's your room? And it was five niggas. Four. I don't know. Four or five. And then there was a couple of times where I saw other women being harassed and followed home. Like, guys would try to follow you into your apartment and try to rape you. No lie. What? You gotta, as a woman, you had to watch yourself, bro. Especially on college campus. Like, one out of when I was, when I went, when I first came, it was like one out of four will get sexually assaulted. And then I'll, and then they changed it to one out of five. So by the time you complete your degree, like 20% of women will be sexually assaulted. Whether that's someone grabbed their boobs, grabbed their ass, raped them. I think we need to stop using sexual assault and sexual harassment synonymously because they're two different, completely different things. After I switched campuses, things changed. I went from the main campus in Tempe to the to the downtown campus. But in the middle, in the in a little in the middle there, I was in um, summer school, so I was online. And like I went from like majoring in sustainability to majoring in philosophy to majoring in criminology, and that jump was natural. But the whole goal at the time was for me to go to law school and that just didn't happen i took the lsat after i graduated and i didn't study right and i'm surprised i got a high enough score that i did you know bullshitting i got a 146 out of a 180 (laughs) not even the lowest of the lowest schools wanted me not even no no one offered me shit
no one offered me anything. It was useless. And I remember the classes that I took. Some classes stick out like a sore thumb in my mind just because how hard they were. I have this one autistic teacher, autistic professor. And, like, even though they were autistic, doesn't mean that they were fucking retarded. She gave me, like, the hardest assignments I have ever completed in my fucking life. One time she gave me this, like, logic test. That I, I got like a 35 out of 50. So I got a C. Oh my god, you guys. I found like a pimple on my eyebrow. I hate this getting a pimple in this area. Sorry, TMI. (laughs) TMI. And this whole podcast is about my goddamn life. Listen to this song. Rebel girl. Rebel girl, you are the queen of my world. Wanna try your clothes on. You're welcome for showing you the cool music. Queen of the neighborhood! She is! You guys, college was a challenge, and, like, I don't think it's worth it anymore. I don't think college, hear me out, I don't think, because, like, what I went to college not to learn stuff, but to experience stuff. I experienced firsthand scum, fraud, fake people, real-world experience. You know what I mean? Stuff that you're not going to get working a part-time job at In-N-Out or something. I know that, like... I got a lot of, like, my first part-time job, I got a lot of experience. I did. I got a lot of real-world experience. But nothing could have prepared me for the real world better than college, better than university. I, sh- I shit you not. Is it worth the $20,000 in debt that I'm in? No. But I'd rather be in the hole that much than, like, 120 grand. Shit. No one tells you that when you get out of college that you're on the same playing field as everyone who didn't go to college at your age. Which is a scam because you're just like, okay, I went to school this whole time just to be on the same level playing field as everyone else. That makes no sense. And you're right. I told my little ones, I was like, hey, you don't have to go to college. I was like, if there's a dream you want to pursue, I'd rather you spend your four years that you would have done going to college and trying to be a YouTuber or something, trying to do something else, trying to do something you really 
want to do because it's not it's not worth it. If you're thinking of going to college, think of something else, please. I mean, it's not worth it. Hear me out. It's like, it's so expensive. Gas is so expensive. I, I guess online classes will work, I guess. May I recommend something? Vocational school. Yeah. Why don't we just normalize going to vocational schools? You know, like... We don't need... No one... Not everyone... College isn't made for everybody. That's what I'm trying to say. Who got, who got, who got beef for me? 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 Kill for me. Star P. But yeah, I almost didn't graduate college. Why? Because I got a DUI. Don't drink and drive. And don't take Xanax and drive. And don't take fentanyl and drive. Listen to My Addictions Are Killing Me from Season 2 or Season 1. Very profound episode. And I am doing a lot better than that episode, by the way. You guys, I launched the Patreon since this morning. So go ahead and support your girl. Any dollar amount counts. But I am just asking for $1 a month pledges. That'll be a dollar a month starting today or whenever you want it to start. You can stop at any time. There's no commitments at all. And you don't even have to have a Patreon account. Thank you so much for donating to the podcast. I love you guys. I hope you have a great rest of your week. But I will still be here continuing the season three and finishing it out strong. We are at 350 downloads for the month. Let's get 150 more to 500. That is my goal, you guys. Stream it up, stream it up. Share, share, share. I love you. Good night, good evening, good afternoon, good morning. Wherever you are listening, I love you. Have a great one.